Hello. Welcome to Opal's Lounge Podcast. This is your host speaking, Dylan, psychic medium based in Indianapolis. I've always wanted to start a podcast where the community can get together and hear my inner thoughts, but also get to know my personality a little bit better, but also those that I collab with and those that are important with me. So this is a series that I'm doing with my childhood best friend, B. As we talk about our past, things that we've learned, as we've grown up together, as well as spiritual awakenings, journeys, whatever. Pretty much just the hodgepodge lounge. She's part of Opal's Lounge, so she's gonna be able to have a seat here and be a part of the conversations and some of the boards that we have as well. And we look forward to that. But without further ado, I'm excited to share this series with B our co-host, B, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm so bad at introductions. Um, my name is B, and I am starting a business. I don't officially, haven't rolled it out yet. It's going to be B and Bear Oracle. I am a stay-at-home mom other than that, and I'm super stoked to just Shoot the shit. Talk about life. Yes. All right. So where do you want to start? I mean, where do we start? At the beginning. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> that means we have to realize we're old. I don't want to do that. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so do you want to talk about your perspective first or mine? You can go first. Okay, well, I'm going to tell it like I always tell it. Oh, great. Yeah, growing up in the church, way in high, <laughs> and I was playing Dungeons and Dragons in the youth game room, and here comes B, and... <laughs> You guys, she used to be like wallflower shy, I guess you can say. I was painfully shy. <laughs> it was awful. She wouldn't even talk to me. Like I would talk to her and she would ignore me. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I straight up I like had you. like relatives <laughs> that I wouldn't even talk to. Like my aunt and uncle, my own family. And I would be like, no, nope, I can't talk to them. <laughs> That's so odd. I want that's okay. Well, <laughs> just uh, to live a day in B's head, then. Um, so I finally, it was her and I, she came in. I don't know why you came up there. I, were you just looking around or exploring or do you remember? Uh, I think I was just like checking it out. I think I'd only been there like one time before, but I don't oh. think I had been like to the upstairs part before. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just remember you came upstairs and I saw you and I was like all into this game. And I was like, hey, play with me because I wanted someone to play with so bad. And she was so hesitant. She wouldn't do it. And I somehow convinced her and was just like, please. And I remember she was oh, the witch or the 
mage. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm always the magic user in every game. <laughs> and then you named your character Burr. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to fix it. <laughs> I know. I remember you were just like, oh, screw it. Burr, 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 burr. And I was just like, oh, your name's Burr. And then we laughed about it. We hit it off right from the beginning. It's kind of weird. But I actually totally forgot about the name thing. <laughs> really? That's yeah. ingrained in my memory because I was just, <laughs> I thought it was so cool of you. And I was just like, all right, yeah. So, because oh, I don't know, but it was, that's how the stars aligned, I guess. And we won't talk about how long ago that was because that was a long time ago. Fifth grade for me going into sixth grade. A long time. <laughs> a long time. Um, so yeah, that's where we start. You get to talk about the next step because I don't know where to take it from here. Um, so we were pretty much friends instantly. And like we did stuff with each other's families and we became very churchy. We liked, we both liked music a lot. So we did a lot of like music together. Mm -hmm. What else? Oh, we had puppets. We did oh, puppets together. Say, Wait, don't forget. <laughs> puppets is a biggie. That's going to be one of those things people are going to be like, what are they talking yeah, about? I'm not going to understand. So if you know, you know. Yeah. Basically, you just had to be there for it and trust us. It's, probably not as either weird or what's the other word i don't know no it's weirder than anyone could even be like okay what are fair. they talking about it's yeah. weirder pretty much you have puppets that worship the good lord jesus baby jesus yeah. don't flip your lid <clears throat> it has ruined sesame street and the muppets <laughs> and anything else that requires a puppet Oh, gosh. Like ever. Yeah. But anyhow, so we were pretty much inseparable for since the get-go. And then I'm pretty sure I moved, I moved first, didn't I? Moved. Like out of state. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean like when we graduated from high yeah. school. Yeah. You did. You left me. Yeah. I'm a jerk. But we <laughs> still talk. And all this time later, we still well, talk. Actually, I don't know. I mm, Maybe we... It, you might have left only a few months because I ended up going to Indiana where I stayed for college. So, and I don't think... I thought you waited, not necessarily for me, but just with your situation and how everything aligned, didn't you? I moved in, I got Thor in 2011. So I think I moved in 2012. Yeah, I would have been in Indiana by then. Like back for summer breaks and stuff. Cause remember I came home from college when Gracie died and then 
you whenever I told you you were like I'm there like no questions asked I'm there and you came over and we hung out and I'm pretty sure we gorged yourselves with Taco Bell that day was that the time when I got the extra sauce oh god (laughs) (laughs) are we gonna tell them that story no we are not gonna tell the extra sauce story but we will say it changed your life forever it did it made me wish I had word boobs but anyway <laughs> it is what it is yeah so you moved first kind well I don't really care who moved first who did what but we were right, we both moved away yes and we stayed in touch and we still talk and we still see each other in person when we can make that happen yeah Sadly, it doesn't happen as much as we would like to, but that's hopefully going to change relatively soon. So Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, we are in the works. So other than that, that's pretty much a very brief, I mean, you guys have tons of episodes with us. You will hear the bits and pieces along the way, okay? We're not going to hand it all to you right now. Those are the good, okay? Uh, so, the quick notes version. Yes, the briefs. But uh, so I guess we'll break off from here and just kind of talk about um, our spiritual journey. So, cause we kind of did that separately. So mine was in college. So around 19 is whenever I was exploring the spiritual war- warfare side of the church and things along those lines. and the different dimensions and all that. So I was already gravitating towards that and playing with that um, and having experiences. Um, But essentially 19 is where I started realizing because even in college I'd write friends like notes of encouragement and slipping it and sending it to them anonymously. Uh, and they would always like tell me about it and I just kind of snicker and be like, hey, that was me, but not really <laughs> tell them. <laughs> um, but, um, and then around 21 or 22, I started looking into the, the chakra system because I heard about it and I was always interested in finally, since I was out on my own, I was like, you know what, I'm doing this. So I did, and then that led to Reiki, well, outer body experience, which we'll touch on some other time. Uh, Reiki, which then opened the door for intuitive card readings, which then led to me owning and figuring out how to talk to dead people, spirit guides and angels um, through mediumship. But that one is definitely the one that takes the most practice and the most understanding, I guess, of building a language. But again, topic for another time. And then I opened Opal's Truth and started reading people after doing readings for a year for free because I felt like I wasn't worthy of it. Um, And then now we are here about eight years later, I think ish about eight I don't know math is hard but that's what I always (laughs) say is about eight years because that's about it um it's been a wild ride 
But B, tell us about where you started. And then after that, I think we will kind of tell them, well, you can start to tell them as you're done finishing your side um, about how we started intersecting and kind of talking to each other about things. Um, okay, well, hold on. Cause one of my neighbor's dogs just got loose. Give me one okay. second. Okay. Okay. So oh, I caught, right. caught the, okay, so um, what were we talking, oh, my, so, okay, let me recollect myself for a minute. I'm the crazy dog lady, so that was exciting for me <laughs> to play with the dog. Yay. <sighs> okay, so growing up, my family was not religious, like, at all. Like I had never been to a church until I was in like the fifth or sixth grade, like that. Then when I was 11 or 12, um, we started like dabbling with the idea of going to church. And then we started, well, me and my dad and my sister started like regularly going to church. And I remember at one point there was a conversation about animals not having souls and they weren't allowed in heaven because they didn't have a soul. And that did not sit with me at all. I was Wait, not was cool with that. At church? Yeah. I don't remember that, but do yeah, it was there. It was a youth group like talk. It mm. was part of a youth group lesson, like a Wednesday night thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember that was the first time that I was ever like, "What? Like that can't be right." And that did not, that didn't sit well with me. And that's when I first started like questioning things. And because like, like we said, I was super painfully shy. So mm -hmm. like, I loved the community of the church and stuff like that. Like I was super into that. And after they had mentioned the animal thing, I was like, I'm not sure about all this. So I started kind of questioning, but I didn't really push it because that was like really heavy in my family. Like you at that, at that point, was like you have to go to church you have to read your bible you have to do you know what the church says blah 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 and the more I started questioning the more I started opening my eyes and seeing things that were not right and I was like I'm not sure about this mm -hmm. so after I graduated I stopped altogether going to church and I was like I don't know what I believe in at this point and after I moved to Georgia and I was on my own and I could start making my own decisions I basically was like well I don't know what I am but I believe in you know x y and z and as I grew and I moved again to Boston and um, things kept developing and I kept being like you know I believe this that the other yada yada but I didn't know that any of my beliefs had a name and then I remember going to Salem, one of the handful of times I went, and 
I went to, there was like a little shop and this lady had like all these different oils and herbs and crystals. And I was just like, this is so freaking cool. Like, this is just amazing. And I still didn't really like, didn't click in my head that being a witch was real or Mm -hmm. this had a name or (laughs) whatever. And I guess I was just dumb. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And but I'd never been like introduced to any of this stuff. So it was like, I was at the time I was with somebody who was Catholic, his family was Catholic. So basically all of my beliefs were like, you can't talk about them because you have to be, you know, this good girl with this Catholic family. And of course my personal family was all still very church, church, church. So Mm -hmm. I didn't get to really like talk to anybody about any of it. And then something, uh, I moved back to Ohio with the, the guy that I had been with in Boston and uh, had a very traumatic experience. And that traumatic experience ended things with that person. And in that moment, I heard a voice in my head say, it's not your time. The Valkyries can't take you yet. And I remember thinking, what in the actual hell does that mean? What is that even like? What? I remember and, you telling me about this part. And then I was yeah. like, uh, okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, when you go to school, they're like, you know, it's North mythology. They don't tell you, like, hey, this is an actual, like, organized religion. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing some digging and some more soul searching. And um, I really like studying other religions and, you know, growing up with that kind of background and whatever it was, you know, you don't talk about witchcraft. That's bad. That's evil. Yada, yada. Right. So I was feeling rambunctious that day and I go to a bookstore and I buy a book that basically, I can't remember the name of it, but it basically is like witchcraft and Wicca for dummies type of book. And I was like, you know, it can't be that bad. I'm going to look into it. And I remember reading this book and I was just sobbing because it was like page after page after page or all these things that I already believed. And then it like dawned on me like, oh, I'm a witch. I've been a witch for a really long time. I just never knew like that was an actual thing. I always thought they were just the green, ugly ladies with the big noses on TV and the pointy hats. Mm-hmm. Had no idea that was a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then I, I started digging I wanna, deeper. Yeah, I want to butt in real quick, B. Yeah. So when you're describing witches, that's exactly how I always depicted them also because of our upbringing. Like, you see them in... What's that? How can I be forgetting this right now? Um, Hocus Pocus and Harry Potter and things like that. So I'm, yep, yep, right there with you. I was always like, oh, witches are like. Like it always just was like not a real thing. Like, right. It was always pushed to the side like a joke. It was never like, hey, people actually are this. Right. But. So I kept digging and digging and digging and I'm researching and I'm having all these like epiphanies and I keep like 
basically weird stuff has always happened to me my whole life and it intensified and magnified and then I came to realize that's an awakening not insanity setting in mm-hmm. and Most people think it is though. it feels like insanity no doubt <laughs> um but then I realized you know this is this is an actual thing this is a religion and basically my now my designated religion is I'm a a pagan because I believe in many pieces and parts of different religions and um my like pantheon tends to lean towards the Norse gods and goddesses not exclusively just mainly um but I'm also an eclectic witch because I practice witchcraft and it was also at first confusing because I didn't realize that witchcraft can go hand in hand with literally anything mm-hmm. you can be Christian and practice witchcraft That's right. and that blew my mind as a beginner for sure um so I've been officially with the label yada yada practicing for four or five years now I can't believe it's been that long. And here we are now, constantly growing, changing, building, evolving. So when you're talking about how witchcraft can be paired with uh, Christianity, I'm trying to think along the timeline of when this was all happening for you, where I was at, because I think I had already started pretty deep into my practice and work as a psychic medium, but you were also teaching me a lot about witchcraft and like the Wiccan things and all that stuff when you were exploring it. So you taught me a lot and sharpened my iron. And then like, I already had some foundation because I know witches here in Indy. But mm-hmm. I, you taught me a lot of the, the background, like, I guess the lineage, all that stuff. There's still much to be known. So I don't know oh, if I ever you. told you about this yet, but something I'm recently finding out, my aunt, so mom's sister, mm-hmm. has been researching our great-grandfather's side of the family more because we found out so much interesting stuff about great grandma brammer being a gypsy and all that stuff Mm. and come to find out great grandpa brammer comes from a line of witches and warlocks and i'm just sitting here with all this information and being told and shown how did these two a gypsy and a warlock man come together and make babies and make a lineage like it's just it's a fascinating combination Um, so before you go any further, yeah. uh, typically in the witchcraft community, warlock is actually very derogatory. Oh, okay. Um, a warlock is a witch that has basically been uh, outcast and shunned. They're not to be trusted. They're not to practice. They're bad, bad, bad. 
male and female and everything in between is just a witch. Gotcha. Okay, that's good to know because that's not how my aunt described it to me. She just Yeah, said, well, I mean, if, if you're not in the community, like if you're not actively like witching right. out there, then yeah, you're not no, going to gotcha. No, I gotcha. So, I mean, I've always just called myself a low-key gypsy witch, but it's, I, I, I don't call myself a warlock, but that's just how it was explained to me. So I thought that's how the men in the past wanted to be called, but thank you for nope. that knowledge. Yeah. Uh, I will carry that forward and also help educate others. But so she shows me pictures of my lineage and these people and it's just creepy, creepy, weird. And it's just interesting to see these two come and create this lineage. But I don't think I ever told you that we actually found additional knowledge on not only the gypsy, but the great grandfather side of things. So yeah, no, you didn't of, tell me about the grandpa. That's cool. Yeah. So, oh, did I tell you what happened last time my mom came to visit? No. Oh, I, I think I spooked her. So you know how when I was at the duplex, I was hanging my roses to let them dry. And I didn't mm -hmm. really know why, but spirit was like, hey, you need to start doing this. So I started doing it. Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was something magic about it because that's what my ancestry, and this is whenever I really started meditating with my ancestors, which didn't happen until I was isolated with the pandemic and, you know leaving a eight-year relationship and all that wonderful jazz, seven to eight-year relationship, um, right. closer to probably seven. I don't know. doesn't matter. But anyway, um, <laughs> so she comes to visit and I'm telling her that I started doing this and she tells me that one of my, I think it's great-great-grandmothers, I forget their names. I think one's Annabelle and one's Faye, um, mm -hmm. but, or not Annabelle, but Anne, but I'm pretty sure it's, I'll have to ask but I'm pretty sure it's Annabelle and Faye. But um, my mom told me, I'm pretty sure it's aunt or grandmother Faye um, used to hang her own flowers also <laughs> and do the same thing. And then I said, well, I've taken it a step further the last few months because I was meditating with them again and they started teaching me how to make my own like rose water elixir to use for protection, but also to get the energy up and just like a an all-purpose spray almost, but also has like set intentions, right? Right. And I was telling my mom about it and I showed it to her and she was so wigged out because like, I'm pretty sure uh, Grandma Faye either did the same thing or she wore a lot of like rose water uh, perfume stuff. But mm. my mom also told me, she said that she keeps seeing rose water everywhere and she refuses <laughs> to buy it because she doesn't want to smell like roses, essentially, like the grandmothers did. I don't right. know if it's because of the grandmothers, but she was like, I don't want to smell like it. And I'm like, why? It's so good. It's a good feeling. It's a good vibration. She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so weird that all of that connected. And my mom was just like, what is going on? Yeah, but I could see your mom just like <laughs> flipping out about that for sure. <laughs> she was processing, I think, but she, <laughs> she handled it well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I haven't told you that, but that's really interesting. But that is cool. 
we what um, else? when when I started looking into like what I believed in whatever and like so my dad's side of the family like they're all like um they're all very hillbilly type of background but my mom's side of the family is more um I'm not sure how to describe them (laughs) (laughs) they're not hillbilly um but they're like the opposite direction and they apparently when I was talking to my grandma one time I said something about um voodoo and hoodoo and my grandma like her her noodles are scrambled she's not right in the head but every once in a while you can see like the light bulb come on and she's like making connections Mm -hmm. and so I was talking about the hoodoo and the voodoo and the light bulb comes on and my grandma's like wait hoodoo's like an actual thing and I was like well yeah and she she said that she never knew it was an actual thing she said that she had an aunt who apparently there was like a big family secret that had to do with like Mm. healing and all kinds of stuff that was passed down from the family and uh it would only go from female to male to female to male so on so on and her aunt um knew whatever this big family healing secret was and the next in line to learn the secret was her was my grandma's dad and he was a very stubborn man and he would not accept the secret he would not let her tell him the secret but my grandma said that she so it it died with her but my grandma said that her dad and the rest of the family would always like pick on this aunt they'd always be like oh she's in the kitchen doing that hoodoo business (laughs) and as like a little kid she just thought that was just like a funny word and and now like as an adult an old adult and she's like all these years later just finding out that that's an actual thing and she's like I'm so mad that I never knew that was a real thing because I could have looked into it I thought that was kind of cool yeah I love that your your grandmother always keeps everyone around her on their feet that is for sure (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) love her to death the old owl but oh my goodness oh she's a hoop um so why don't you also share about the creepy stuff that you share with your is it your (laughs) great-grandmother alice yeah like yeah, yeah. Tell them about Grandmother Alice, because that's always been a, a weird story. And then I believe I practiced with you because Spirit was switching things with mediumship, and I used you as a guinea pig, and she yeah. came through. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember everything. I do remember one major part of that story, but I'll see if you tell the it. The thing with the sock. Yes! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when they were showing me different clairvoyant things and then I saw yeah. the funny sock behind the dresser or whatever and I was like, yeah. hey, she says blah, blah and you were like, what? <laughs> so 
So to, to give the background, um, my great grandma's name was Alice and she was a very strong lady. She was a very little lady, but she was very opinionated and she liked what she liked and she did what she did and she was unapologetically her. And when she died, when, I mean, my mom was very, very little. So I never got to meet her in person, but growing up, um, my grandma in her hallway, she has all these like pictures of family. And I've always been super drawn to my great grandma, Alice. And um, I never really like understood why I just felt really drawn to her. And I thought she was just the most beautiful lady I'd ever seen. And my grandma would tell me stories about her. And I was always just like, that's a badass lady. And as I got older and older, my grandma was always like, you know, she would have loved you. You two would have been just two peas in a pod. You are so much like her. It's crazy. Even down to like the weird things that I like. I'm very into like the old vintage, like uh, mid-century modern type of stuff. And I'll go through my grandma's stuff sometimes and I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. And she's like, that's my mom's. Like, of course it is. But um, she's definitely one of the very prevalent ancestors in my family. And she looks out for her family and she makes her presence known as best she can. And that's kind of her background. And the story that you're talking about. So I'm like, <laughs> even though I do weird shit and have abilities and all this weird stuff has happened to me my whole life, I'm still super like skeptical. I'm still one of those people that's like, I need more proof. Rightfully I'm going to so. push the limits. Rightfully so, because I'm the same way, especially when I meet another medium and they're like, I'm another medium. I'm always like, okay. Like, right. I trust you to an extent, but also I'm going right. to like, 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 know you're credible. Like, right. anyone, listen, I had some lady walk up to me at the Marion County Fair last year and say, I'm a psychic medium. And I said, oh, really? I don't think she really read my banner at all. Um, <laughs> and she's like, you have a male behind you who died from a heart attack. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. And I acknowledged it and I just shrugged it off. But I don't have a male who died from a heart attack. Everyone's died from cancer. So, nope. <laughs> it was just really, oh, uh, anyway, continue. Um, so anyhow, so anytime, uh, also, because I am skeptical, I am the best and worst guinea pig for people to try new stuff on. And I tend to be your guinea pig often, and I love it because you already know that I'm going to be like, prove it. Right. You always push me to the next level and make me dig deeper. And I always love and appreciate that. Now, if clientele did that to me, it'd be a whole other story. I'd be like, oh, listen, sure. <laughs> listen, for I'm sure. not training with you. Okay. Um, right. By the way, we do need to get together and do your past life regression experiment. So I can yes, 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 yes. Um, I have to tell you something later about the last past life I did. Um, rediscovered by paper or something cool but anyhow okay. so I'm always the guinea pig I'm always like if you're trying to to sharpen a skill I'm going to push you as far as I can push you without being like cruel 
And so this particular time you were like, you know, there's somebody there. And I just instinctively was like, this is going to be Alice. And because it's always Alice because she's always there and she's always got something to say because I can relate. And so this particular time, like you said, you were trying to like, um, they were trying to show you stuff. And I was like, you know, I need, I need you to tell me, you know, if she's here with me, she's going to know my environment. What is something around me? And, uh, you, you were like, um, there's this sock. I think it was like a polka dotted sock or something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was like this funky pattern or funky colors or something. And I was like, yeah, that's that sock. Yep. And I'm like, where is it? And you knew exactly where it was. I was like, yeah. Yep. 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 Because she has eyes on you. (laughs) Absolutely. She is always there. That's one thing that like my grandma's always like, is my mom around? And I'm like, bro, she doesn't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Like she watches her family she knows what's up before we even started realizing our abilities or our gifts um i remember you always saying there was someone in the hallway and your your grandmother's and i just i think that's so fascinating that we always acknowledge that but didn't know what to do with it and now we do so yay growth but (laughs) um yes yay so do you have anything else because it's almost 7 10 but do you want to share anything else or um anything for the listeners for the next episode to look forward to Mm. hopefully by you know next week i'll have a better idea of what's going on with my business but um i do do um the daily card pull well it's not technically daily it's week daily it's a job i'm not doing it on weekends sorry not sorry um all of my social media something to say about that (laughs) yeah Sorry. All of my social media platforms, be and bear Oracle up and coming, hopefully getting off the ground soon. Yes, yes, yes. So what are you going to be doing with clients when you get that up off the ground? Just Oracle card readings or what are you wanting to offer services so people can get an idea of how to support you? So to start out, I'm definitely, I think I'm going to have, um, like set um like layouts Mm -hmm. that people can choose from and start that way and then as things progress and more people become interested then I'll move on to doing more like in-depth personal readings but while I'm still kind of like playing with the idea of figuring out how I want to go about it I think that's where we're going is it like right now um I'm using lots of friends and family as guinea pigs and uh, doing like uh, a six card spring layout right now. And I think once I get the website up and running, then that's probably where I'll start is I'll do like a seasonal reading 
And then the one that I always like to do, like when I do parties and stuff, I like to do a three card reading where I do your mind, body, and soul. But we'll see. Who knows? I could change my mind at the drop of a hat. Because I'm that person. Very true. (laughs) 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 Sounds good. Um, I think that's a great start, but you do you. Uh, We are always here to support and listen, especially as you venture on this journey through these episodes as they progress as well. Yeah. All righty. Well, B has to get dinner because she also has a family. Mom life, yo. (laughs) That's right. And I have other things I got to do. So we will catch you guys next episode. Episode. Um, Anything else? I mean, good old Midwestern goodbye here. Just keep riding (laughs) out. Bye. Okay. Bye.